Hello and welcome to the Unshakable Fit Podcast. This is where we go in-depth on fitness and health conversations, helping you achieve success in every area of your life. Now, before we get into today's podcast, if you would follow or subscribe, depending on the platform that you are consuming this on, but only if you get value out of this podcast. With that, let's get into today's content. In today's episode, client wins. Did they all win? Find out. Uh, and then I actually just got back from the gym today, and so it was so funny. There was this interesting experience I had with a young lad, um, but it was just, uh, but no words were spoken, but he understood exactly what I said. <laughs> um, and then also, too, just talking about like what happens or what do you do when you're not feeling it that day? What do you do? When you wake up in the morning and you're just, you're not feeling hundred percent, you feel off. Um, do you still go to the gym? Do you not? Do you push yourself hard? Do you not? What do you do? And then I get into fat loss strategies. Um, most of the time we are told to do one thing, but in reality, we might actually need to do the opposite first and then do well, what it is that we're about to go over. So let's get into it. First and foremost, client wins. Um, they all technically won. You know why? It's because none of my clients had to stress about tracking. None of my clients had to, or at least I told none of them they had to. One of my clients actually did, and I was super impressed by her. She actually did track during Thanksgiving and everything. And I told her, I said, I'm surprised you did. And she just goes, look, if I stop, I'm not going to start again. I was like, I get it. I get it. Um, cause she's, she's motivated. She is definitely honed in and she really wants to do it. Not saying that she watched what she ate, but she just tracked everything she did eat. I mean, but she still enjoyed herself. She didn't feel guilty about what anything she ate. She ate to her heart's content, which is exactly what you should do on these days. Obviously you don't just splurge and go out of control, but enjoy yourself, enjoy the company, enjoy the relationships, enjoy your family, your friends, whoever it is that you're spending time with and enjoy the food and just enjoy the fellowship. That's what this time is about, even into Christmas time. Um, now, this just happened to me today. I was in the gym and sometimes, like I wasn't feeling it today, okay? So I'll get into that first. I wasn't feeling it today. I woke up this morning feeling off. You know when you wake up and you just feel kind of floaty? Like your head just feels like it's in the clouds all like the whole time? That's how I was feeling and I think, I don't know, I just felt, just off. I just felt off. And so I was like, I need to go to the gym. Cause then it, it, whenever I feel like that, I'm just like, you know what, let me just sit down and work. Cause that usually just kind of helps my mind. And my, uh, usually when I feel good, like I'm ramping, like I don't want to sit still. I want to go do things. And so whenever I'm in this space of not feeling well, I can sit still. So then I'm just like, okay, let me get some work done. But then, you know, by the time certain like, you know, 12 o'clock roll, rolls around, I'm like, man, I need to go work out or else I'm not going to work out today. And so I got into the gym. Now I'm technically in my strength phase right now. So I should be lifting pretty heavy stuff. My intensity should be pretty high. But today I was like, you know what? We're just going to focus on connection because it was pull day today. We're just going to focus on connection with my lats because I have a hard time feeling my lats from time to time. Um, and so we're just going to focus on good connection and really just feel the muscle and just work it through its full range. And so started doing that. And then I started feeling better about halfway through the workout, but I still kept it to where the same, I didn't go super intense. I focused more on slow and controlled movements and just really feeling what was going on in my body. 
obviously the pump was insane i probably had the best pump of my life my back felt super freaking solid it was fantastic because once again just going slow feeling the motion feeling the muscles and really connecting to them and then also too i just wasn't used to that because that's not the phase i'm in so my body responds really well to it because it's just like whoa new stimulus uh so that was good i i it was good i had a really good time but <laughs> Because I felt a little off, you know, I get a little, you know, sometimes you get a little in a mood. And I was uh, I was doing a set on a, uh, a cable row and behind me is the leg press. That's how the gym is set up. And there was this guy on there. Uh, he was probably, he's probably in college. And he was doing some leg press and he left to go do the leg extensions. Now, I didn't see him wipe it down. I didn't see him take the weight off or anything like that. And so I looked to see if the weight was off and it wasn't, he still left all the 45s on there and everything. And so I was just like, really dude? So this is what I did. This is usually what I do whenever I'm in a mood and I'm just not having it that day. <laughs> I looked at him and I'm waiting for him to make eye contact with me, right? And as soon as he makes eye contact with me, I just nonchalantly look over at the leg press, shake my head and then just kind of keep walking, right? Just to kind of let him know. And as soon as I did that, he got up off that leg extension and he went straight over to the leg press and started unracking the weights. So he fully understood what I was saying without even having to say anything. And honestly, half like <laughs> kind of I was like, well, now I kind of feel bad because I know I made him feel bad. But at the same time, rack your weight buddy like rack your freaking weight man like that's what you got to do if, if you're not racking your weight in the gym just yeah that's that's another sin that god is going to count against you um i'm joking or not but that's just you gotta please rack your weights but anyways i thought that was so funny i once again i slightly felt bad for him but at the same time i i, I did want to go up to him and just go like hey bro thanks for re-racking your weights but then I would have to acknowledge that I was being the, well, the, uh, the guy that was just, you know, tell like completely like, uh, uh, non-verbally shaming him because <laughs> that's exactly what I was doing with my actions. But anyways, that was, that was really funny. I'm glad he got the hint. Um, and uh, hopefully he doesn't do that again. So every time, every time he sees me, I bet he, hopefully he thinks about, am I re-racking my weights? Anyways, that was a win actually today. So yeah, anyways, that was a good story. Okay, so I've been thinking about this and this is something that you don't learn really until you get a little bit later years as a, as a coach. Because whenever you start getting clients, you want to give them wins right off the bat and you want to do exactly what they say that they want to do, right? So if you get a client coming in and she's like, Jesse, I want to lose 50 pounds. Okay, cool, 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 cool. She's never really tracked before. She has no idea. Her eating uh, protein is super low, um, has poor muscle connection, poor muscle patterns, poor movement, poor everything, right? So your initial reaction is, well, okay, well, we need to put you in a calorie deficit and just start exercising so you can lose weight, right? Okay, so this is where it can get a little tricky. Whenever you are doing the long game here, right? We're going for a lifestyle. We're going for the rest of your life. We're going for overall health, mobility, longevity, all this stuff, right? That usually is not the best tactic. And let me explain why. That's because whenever you get people in that state, 
right? They come to you with, you know, not really good consistent eating, no no way of understanding how to eat well, and doesn't have a good relationship with food, has poor muscle mass, has poor muscle connection, has poor muscle patterns, has poor basically everything that it comes to exercise and nutrition. The worst thing that you really want to do then is put them straight into a calorie deficit. And then that's it. Because what's going to happen is, is yeah, they'll gain a little bit of strength starting out because their um, nervous system is ramping it up, right? So you will get stronger based on your nervous system and your muscle mass will start to increase as well. But here's the thing, your body to get past a certain threshold, everybody's threshold is different, but we, we call those newbie gains, right? You get these newbie gains. But then what's going to happen is you're not going to be able to build past a certain point because your body needs actual enough calories to build, right? So if you're always in this deficit, you won't then build a good foundation of muscle and strength. And that can actually long-term hinder you. So really what you should be doing is you should be then focusing on getting your calories to a maintenance level so that your body can actually, well, heal itself, regulate itself, get in a comfortable position. And then at the same time, as you're uh, exercising and strength training and building good muscle mass and good strength at maintenance calories, you will build some good muscle mass. You will build some good lean tissue so that you are actually building a good foundation. You're building up your metabolism. You're building good muscle patterns. You're building a good relationship with food because you're eating enough food, but then you're also seeing that your body is actually changing and you're getting stronger. You're seeing uh, numbers progress. You're seeing all these awesome things. And actually, in reality, you actually might start losing weight or inches, not necessarily weight at the beginning because you will be building muscle, but you'll be losing inches. You're gonna, your energy is going to increase. You're going to feel better. Your sleep is going to be better. All these things are going to start feeling better. And then once you get to that point, once you actually get like a couple months under your belt, depending on who you are, it can be longer than that. Because if you've been abusing your body for the past 30 years, it's probably going to take longer than two months at maintenance to kind of help reset yourself, especially that uh, relationship with food that you've honed in on for so long. That's habits that are ingrained in your head so much, that relationship tied to everything. That can take longer depending on how long, well, you've been alive, honestly. And so that is where the magic happens, is whenever you get to that state and you have built a good foundation, then once you get that good foundation, that's when you drop your calories. And the awesome thing is, is you don't have to completely starve yourself because now that you've built up a good metabolism, you've built up a good relationship with food, your body understands, your metabolism understands how to use those calories. Then now, instead of having to drop to 1300 calories to lose weight, you could drop to 1700 calories. You have like an extra 500 calorie buffer that you didn't have before. And now you're feeling better. You're looking better and you're burning fat. I mean, come on now. That, get it, that takes longer time, that takes more patience, and you have to learn your body. But once again, what are we doing this for? We're doing this for the rest of your life. So if you expect to find the magic sauce within two months, good luck. Good freaking luck. You know how many years it has taken me to figure out? I, I fully still haven't figured out my body because you're always learning. Your body is changing as you get older and as you age and as you do things through life right? Your activity level might change because your job might change. Your stressors might change because your relationships might change or your, 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 just your life might change. Your job might change. You might move. You might have kids. You, someone might die. Like things are going to happen. So your body and what it needs is going to change. 
So it's not that you can just figure it out in a month or two and you're good for the rest of your life. That's why understanding what food does to you and building a good foundation, that's why it's so important. Because if you have those pillars, you're good. You're good. You have a good, strong foundation. And then you can build upon that. Then you can pivot. You can go from different areas. That's the cool thing. <laughs> that's the awesome thing. So that's why muscle is so good. So that's why, that's why I say that like, typically people will tell you that you need to like, oh, you want to lose weight? Okay, go straight into a deficit, right? Well, I'm going to challenge you and I'm going to say, no, don't do that. Most people that I get now, I start increasing their calories right away. We try to actually get you to maintenance first. I told my online client last week in our check-in, I said, honestly, I'm bumping you up until you feel like that's too much food. She's at 2,500 calories right now. She's feeling good. She actually lost weight on 2,500 calories. Funny how that works. But my point is, though, is, well, A, don't be afraid of eating. Don't be afraid of it. It's not going to It's not gonna end you. It's not going to make the world end. It, it, it's not going to do that. Don't be afraid to eat. But then also, too, make sure that you're eating whole or like whole foods, like actual good foods. Not all this processed crap. Don't always go out to eat. Try to cook your foods. And then a good strategy, too, is think about trying to add things. Like I was just looking at someone that was uh, on a, on a uh, Facebook group. and They're talking about how tracking is not good for their mental health, which I get. Tracking isn't for everybody. At some point, can tracking be healthy for you? Yes, but it might not be good for you right now. Like we might actually have to not have you track for a good four or five months until you get into a good mental space and a good relationship with those numbers and with those foods. Um, it's not for everybody, especially starting out. So like I was, I was telling her, I said, just think about adding things. So instead of thinking of restriction, think about adding. So like take your day and look at what you eat uh, for breakfast, for lunch, for dinner, or even if you eat it. But start adding things like a good rule, right, is add protein to every single meal. So every time you sit down to eat, make sure that you have protein with it. And if you already do, add more, add more protein to it. And then on the flip side, start adding more veggies. So if, you're, if your goal is health and wellness and weight loss and even muscle building, honestly, at the very beginning, start adding veggies and start adding protein because that in turn is going to help reset your, well, your taste buds, your, your, your habits, your your uh, cravings, because now protein is going to be more satiating. Veggies are going to help vitamin deficiencies, which is going to help your cravings and your mental state. Uh, also fill you up with fibers. All those good things, that will actually help you in the long term. And then eventually what's going to happen is, is as you eat those foods and as you start adding more things, you're going to start making better choices because all of what I just said previously you're going to start seeing some change. You're going to start developing a better relationship with food. And then eventually, if you want to start tracking because you want to get a little bit more progress or get a little bit more honed in on how you want to look or how you want to perform, then we can do that. But now you understand that food isn't this evil thing. Food isn't this emotional thing. It can be, but don't allow it to control your emotions. Don't allow it to control your life. So you got to look at food as fuel. Right, you got to look at food as how does that make me feel? How is that going to better myself? And and that that doesn't have to mean that it betters yourself in a well, in a uh, a a body a body way. Like for instance, once again, we go back to Thanksgiving. 
all those foods, actually, I was talking about this with a, a client yesterday, that a lot of Thanksgiving foods actually aren't terrible because they're actually cooked at home. Uh, like you got your proteins, you got your carbs, like they can be healthy, but it's how you make it, it's how you prepare it and how much you eat. But my point is though, is even though you might eat over your calories, which might not technically be good for you or going to, or working towards your goals, or if you're eating a bunch of sugar that day or whatever, that's not the point because what it is, is that food is good for your soul. It's good for that moment. It's good for relationship connection, right? It's good to be a part of it. Now, it's a difference whenever you're at home, you're feeling depressed, you're feeling stressed out, and that sleeve of Oreos is calling your name. That's different. That's an emotional trigger, and you got to look at it as, why am I eating that right now? What is happening to me right now? Self-awareness. What is happening? Why am I craving that? Is it going to better me physically, mentally, emotionally? At that point in time, no, it's not. It's going to feed into some unhealthy habits, unhealthy emotional eating. And then it's going to deter you then further because then you're not going to be working towards your goals. You're going to feel bad tomorrow about it. And then it's just a vicious cycle. It's a slippery slope. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, I really kind of got off on that one. <laughs> But it's because I feel so strongly about this. Like, don't be afraid to eat. Don't be afraid to lift heavy. Don't be afraid to go into that gym and crush it. And just be consistent. There's no magic formula. There's no magic number. There's no magic anything. You just be consistent. You crush it. You get better each and every day. And even if you mess up, you just pick up right back up where you left off. Like, it's so funny. Like, I'll, I'll watch these uh, TikToks, these Instagram reels, or whatever of these trainers. And uh, they'll be like, oh, my client was like, uh, you know, what, 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 what would they say? Like, I didn't track my food over the weekend or I went off the rails. I had too much alcohol or whatever. And they just respond. Okay, cool. Just do exactly what you need to do then starting Monday. Like, and that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Like, just because you mess up one day doesn't mean that then you have to then keep messing up. Like, stop, stop doing that. Like, I don't. Like, I get that you start feeling bad and you start feeling out of control. And then now that's just. What's funny is, and, and I mean, I fall into this trap, too, especially like in my personal life with certain things. Right. Like I, I like to be in control. But at the same time, if I were to tell you that, then you might look at certain areas and you'd be like, well, just but you're not doing this and this to then be in more control, like consistently. Right. And you're like, you're right. That's what I'm working on. And, but that's the point is, is you got to work on it. You got to be aware of it because I'm fully aware of my downfalls. <laughs> um, but you got to be continuously working at it. So just because you fall off one day doesn't mean you just stop then, right? And then you continuously fall off. And then once again, then you're in this circle of falling off and then trying to get better, falling off and trying to get better. And then you just don't go anywhere. You don't progress because you can never get past a certain threshold with it. You can never get past a certain point. So, and then that's where it comes in between motivation and consistency. And we've talked about this before, but just motivation is great, but it's not going to stay around. Being consistent, like today, you think I was motivated to go to the gym? No, I was not. I was not motivated to go to the gym. I was so happy to just stay home and wallow in my not feeling good. I could eat some food. I could get some work done, all that stuff. Like, yeah, but here's the thing. I know I would feel terrible about it the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day. 
And then also too, today would probably not have been the the best decisions because then I would I didn't do an action that I knew I needed to do to better myself. So then the actions for the rest of the day probably would not be good or I wouldn't be in a good mental state to perform at my best. So just think about that. Anyways, that was good. That was good. I hope you got something out of that. Um, I really actually enjoy talking about that. It's something I'm pretty passionate about. But just muscle, man. Build some muscle. Don't be afraid to eat. Crush your goals. Crush the gym. Lift some heavy weight, man. Get in the gym and kill it. That's what it's about. And just better yourself. Learn yourself. That's really what, what, what fitness is about. That is why my Facebook group is called Building Legacies Through Fitness. It's about you. It's about learning yourself. It's about disciplining yourself so that you can go out into the world and build your legacy. That's what it's about. And then if you don't know my company name, it's Unshakable Fit. It's a freaking tattoo I have on me. You know what that unshakable means? It doesn't mean a physical unshakable, right? There's no E in it. You see an E? There's no E in it. Without the E means more of a, a spiritual, non-tangible, unshakable. That's what it means. So think about that whenever you don't want to go to the gym or when you don't want to go eat. Be unshakable in that moment. Inside of you, who you are. Crush it, man. Kill it. Better yourself so you can better the people around you. Anyways, all right, that was good. I enjoyed that. Woo! <laughs> but yes, okay, yeah, but Building Legacies Through Fitness, that's my Facebook group. Um, if you want a community that can really help you and keep you accountable, I post my workouts in there every single day that I do work out uh, because it keeps me accountable, and I hope that it inspires you to be accountable as well. Um, and I always ask, too, what did you work out today? I will always ask you that every day. So then you need to post in there what you worked out. That's the whole point of that. Keeps you accountable. And then, of course, if you have any questions, please ask me, DM me. I'm on Instagram as well, Unshakable Fit. Uh, my personal Facebook is Jesse Milburn, so you can find me on there as well if you want to instant message me or whatever. Um, but, yeah, that's what it's about, building, building legacies, man, bettering yourself, becoming more disciplined so that you can go out there and build your legacy and be better in every area of your life. So I hope you liked today's episode. Um, yeah, that's really all I got for you. Um, I hope you enjoy the rest of the day and then you be unshakable, guys. I'll see you in the next one.